Hey everyone, this is Evan from Where the Mises Guys coming to bring you a little message that I think needs to be expressed um, succinctly here, so I'll do my best. We are a uh, podcast that has started from the ground up, and I personally am someone who has loved Transformers all his life. They're important to me, the mythos, the toys, the, the whole legacy that's brought to my life. My friends on here all have their love as well. Boo, Andres, even Ed. I think it's coming around. But if you could do us a huge favor, and if you're watching on YouTube, give us a thumbs up, you know, um, subscribe. That's huge. And, uh, you know, share, share the link with friends. And if you're listening on podcast, uh, give us a good review if you wouldn't mind. Um, and, you know, send us a message, whatever, you know, come to the Discord, whatever you want to do. We really enjoy doing this, but also we've come to really enjoy engagement with uh, fellow fans and fellow people who just find the uh, podcast. So and in closing, I want to say thanks for being here and, uh, you know, help us spread the message. All right. Thanks. Bye. Hey, everyone. Welcome to More Than Meets These Guys. This podcast is a journey through Transformers from the beginning of the animated series with two old friends coming at it from different perspectives. Together, we will go episode by episode with the occasional extra to look at how the show holds up or if it's a trap of nostalgia. We'll be looking at all things involved in the episode, whether there were real-world factors that crept into the writing or if the episode is typical afternoon cartoon fodder. I'm Evan. I'm a lifelong fan. I'm familiar with all aspects of the franchise. Ed here is familiar with Transformers, but it was really nothing he got into when he was younger. So thanks for joining us, everyone. Ed, how you doing, dude? The returning Ed. Again. <laughs> you think the returning... he's returning real world factors crept into this uh into this episode uh real real bad and have been for the past few weeks and uh guys i'm very sorry i don't want to get into gross details but uh um let's just say that i'm uh, a 40 something dude that still has his wisdom teeth and uh that's uh no fun uh along with a myriad of other uh bizarre health things uh recently but um yeah uh, so sorry about that. Uh, your Transformers dads are cool, and uh, we're still here. We're not going. We're not going anywhere. We're gonna. We're we're gonna. We're gonna do this. We're doing all seven thousand episodes of this season. Um, <laughs> Longest season. with an occasional with an occasional detour. Uh, thanks so much, uh, Boo, for stepping in and uh, and, and doing those uh, doing those apps on the yeah. on the comics. Those were very fun and very enlightening. Those comics are nuts. They really are. And the thing is, man, you think there's a thousand episodes in this season? Dude, the UK comics, and they go a completely different way than the American comics. And the American comics, uh, I think it was like issue 80 was the original ending of uh, of the first run for Marvel. And UK just goes on and on and on. <clears throat> but um, it was kind of neat seeing how they, uh, that they, they're they still in the same path right now, but after I think issue 8 of the UK or issue 4 of uh, the yeah, US stuff, it forks off. So It'd be kind of interesting to see how that goes, and there's so many of them. But you know, that'll all be new for me here. But dude, and like we were sitting there reading like Machine Man. Oh, Machine, Machine Man, Man yeah. books are like they're like half yeah half the books are they're terrible. Does does Transformers have a big uh, following in the UK, or did it? Have oh, a big huge following in the UK was oh, it? Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean. I, I I mean, is it like a like a unique fandom over there or something, or what? Uh, how does that work? It uh well. I guess up to a point it would have been, and then they started reprinting um, the, the UK comics we, we can get over here. They had some uh, UK exclusive figures that came out over there, and you know it was oh, and, yeah they they came out they redid a lot of those uh, UK exclusives as a uh, line called Machine Wars that came out during uh, after like kind of concurrent with Beast Wars, and um, yeah they recolored a lot of stuff. I've got a few of them. Um, they. They were really fond of using uh, gold plastic, which if you talk to any Transformers fan, gold Ooh. plastic syndrome, that stuff crumbles after years. I was about to say, does does it wear off like silver plastic does? Where it, no, uh... it's, it's not even like a like a covering. It's actually they use gold flex. They use a like composite gold flex um, with within the uh, the actual plastic. Mm -hmm. Well, the uh, the chemical makeup of the gold plastic it just crumbles. Like, oh, the plastic itself yes. crumbles. The plastic oh. itself actually falls apart. And I've got some, um, some, you know, actually, and they did that with some, still some Beast Wars stuff that had like, uh, some figures had that gold plastic. There was a notorious um, Japanese Beast Wars uh, figure. His name was uh, Randy, but the, the uh, what? he was like a warthog, but he was all composed of gold plastic. His name is what now? Randy. Okay. Randy. Randall. 
Randy, yes. Randall, all right. Like my brother, Randy, yes. He, he's, a, uh, he's a Beast Wars warthog. Um, but they had like the, um, some of the stuff, like I think some of the last bit that came out was uh, the, the Transformers 2007 movie. They had some like kind of preview figures. Uh, Starscream was all done in that gold plastic also. And he was like one of the last ones they really used gold plastic on. Yeah. Anytime you see gold plastic now, it's usually painted on or it's like a yellowish, brownish kind of color. So they don't actually use that same chemical makeup so anyways See, I, I thought you meant i thought you meant that weird um like a lot of the 80s toys use this weird chrome over uh they, they it, but it was usually over like white or yellowish plastic which is probably the cheapest plastic there is but it would always like wear off and it would it would like turn black for for like a little bit and then eventually it would it did, then you would have just the bare like cheap plastic at the at the bottom like um yeah uh, like, uh, a lot of, like from what i remember a lot of transformers um bits would do that like the little guns that went on the back of uh like rumble and ravage from yeah. what i recall uh, were, were real real infamous for that yeah I mean, there's a lot of their vacuum sealed um chrome is what they do they um i can't exactly remember the process but it was like yeah they basically electrify through um in a chamber and they it unlocks the chrome on the plastic but okay. um <clears throat> The uh, the Dinobots are really bad about having the gold plastic. Most of the time it's just chrome. So I mean, like I've okay. got figures that have like chrome worn off the edges just because oh, yeah. just wear and tear. It comes off after a while. But uh, uh, no, I remember. Was, oh, go ahead. No, that was an actual real problem. There's some really really rare pieces. Um, some of the uh, pieces of uh, and I, I kid you not. Uh, some people know this. Um, there was a Japanese like combiner team in the uh, in, in um, the Victory line, which is like three series into the uh, Japanese only stuff called the breast force. Yes. The what now? Yeah. Um, the what? It was a weird, it was a weird series. There was brain masters breast force. <laughs> so they basically had chess pieces that come off and transformed into like a little, you know, animals or whatever. Um, kill bison was a, uh, was a, like a double, uh, double drill. Kill bison. Kill bison. That's a cool name. It's a great name. That's a metal. That's a metal man name. Yeah. There was, um, let's see, Leo Zach, a uh, kill bison there was um i'm gonna forget these now um guy hawk guy hawk guy hawk does he hang out with that lady hawk from that movie it hangs out with rugger howard yeah, um, yeah really it's a great movie, movie actually no there's a few a couple other of those i cannot remember the names right now but essentially they were um they were they were just kind of oddball vehicles but they had these little chess pieces that came off so there was like guy hawk had a hawk on them uh leo zach um, had a um or no, uh, yeah, Leo Zach was um, had a chess piece that turned into a you know, lion, um, mm-hmm. and the the name of the combined force was uh, Leo Kaiser, old German, uh, you know, Lion King. Yeah, well, yeah, but um, he's Lion King. Uh, he kind of is. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> I mean, but uh, yeah, so you know, that's funny. I don't know. If we got on this tangent, man. Um, I, I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, I don't know. I think we were talking about gold uh, action figures, but I was going to say that um, I remember like speaking of um, like metallic parts on toys uh, mm-hmm. you had when you were a kid, I had one of very briefly, I had a, a big fascination with cowboys when I was uh, probably six or seven or something like that. I lived in, um, in the West, the United States West with my, my grandparents for a little uh-huh. while. And uh, so I got to go to um, like the okay corral. We got to uh, lived in Arizona. I got to go to like boot Hill and, and, and all that and all that kind of cool things but uh, i was really we big all, into we all have that? fascination with, with cowboys yeah right? i think every i think every boy yeah. does at some point i don't know about anymore but back when you know people our age i think at some point you you were you thought cowboys were cool for at least a week or so but um uh, I, I there was a really uh now i i haven't seen it since it came out so i, I haven't seen it since i was probably seven i guess but there was a, a lone ranger movie that came out uh, the legend of the lone ranger the, uh, hmm. that came out in the early 80s and um there was like, a cartoon went along with it and i was a big fan of the cartoon but i had like like gi joe scale like three and three quarter inch figures for the for those but for the movie i had um i had a 12 inch lone ranger that had you know his hat came off and his guns came out of the gun belts and um uh, I, I think the mask was molded on anyway i had the horse with it too i had silver also but so silver had like um like a like a, a bridle and and you know uh, tack i guess you call it and all the stuff mm-hmm. that goes along to you can ride a horse uh, my, my my daughter would know a lot more about that than i do i don't know a lot about uh, horses um but any, anyway um in the movie uh he had like 
like it was like spangled it was like you know there was like uh, those little uh, like silver medallions all down the, mm-hmm. the down the the reins and all this stuff on the toy on the 12 inch toy it was silver stickers and uh mm-hmm. man it was like like three days and like in, in like the south heat and like those things were just peeling off like the glue was just yeah was gone. And, uh, and i was i was very disappointed in that um but i did i saw that that toy for sale the other day at a collectible toy store oh, like it was the horse and the lone ranger and uh it was about every shred of self-control i had to not uh to not buy that <laughs> okay yeah you uh you're, you're right you're actually a little bit more of a uh, comic geek than i was so i mean we had like the the metal you know um <clears throat> revolvers i had like the little you know thing is put off the side you know yeah yeah the, yeah, the cap guns um yeah totally so yeah no i mean i i, I mean th- there was a time my, my grandma got me some cowboy boots and uh, i wanted to wear them uh with uh with shorts mm-hmm. uh because it was again i the south and it's you know 100 degrees yeah uh, but I, I for some reason when i got those things i was like i like i don't want to wear i'm not wearing socks with these that's stupid Ooh. and uh, i walked around my grandparents farm um for an entire day and the next day um i think i had uh like no skin left on my feet at all from those things just <laughs> rubbing uh my feet raw so the rest of the time it was me uh with my band-aids socks uh nikes but then my cowboy hat and a uh a leather fringe vest on <laughs> yeah actually um there's I a picture there's a picture of that somewhere i should post it in the discord it's oh very yeah cool. for sure i remember when i was younger um i i got a pair of like you know cheap, cheap like cowboy boots or whatever and i was like i want to tuck my pants into these cowboy boots because that's you know you, I want that's to how you do it. that's how you do that's how you work cowboy boots and then like, my brother's like you can't do that that's that's how women wear them like oh the people see my boots he's like just just no like, a real cowboy doesn't you know doesn't show them off like all right yeah so i uh, immediately right there i was like well mm-hmm. maybe these are the schools i thought at that point they were just shoes did you so did you ever get to tuck the boots into the, into the well yeah the of shorts? course i did, did you, okay i mean yeah, like i mean like you want dusty Rhodes did that when you know when he was a wrestler Dude, that's dusty Rhodes though <laughs> i was like you know seven i'm not dusty Rhodes at seven come on oh, dusty Rhodes can do what dusty Rhodes wants to do you never yeah you never know uh hey yeah. man do you know the origin uh the, the linguistic origin of the word berserk i would assume it has something to do with norse mythology it does it does it's uh it, it's uh it's uh burr for uh bear and zerker which uh means shirt uh, so uh berserkers or, or berserks would were these uh insane warriors that would wear uh, they would be wear nothing but a uh, a bear hide. They would wear a bear shirt, and nice. uh, they would go nuts. They would uh, they were like shock troops or whatever, and they would go crazy in battle. And that's where the term berserk comes from. I actually uh, I saw something recently before you, you continue. I know where you're going with this. I saw something recently where uh, they kind of found a uh, evidence of berserkers going to you know, find it. They would they would take different mushrooms. Yep, absolutely right. And they would they would, they would like basically dull their um, their fighter their their flight you know senses yeah and it would also give this kind of like this uh i don't know they would slightly trip and see the battlefield in a certain way and it gave them all kinds of like energy and you know right. a different aspect so yeah that's kind of cool i think they thought i think that they uh they thought that they were bears at that point i yeah. think they were uh, <laughs> probably so <laughs> which, is, which is pretty cool that's, that's pretty cool i mean uh, to be honest but uh but this week we're talking about auto berserk though oh, man. Auto berserk. the automatic bear shirt is uh, <laughs> what we're talking about, uh this week Picking back up with this, uh, yes. this one, um, this episode, uh, we got a newcomer to the fray of writers here. We've got Anthony, uh, Anthony Zalewski. Did you mm-hmm. uh, did you look this guy up? Yeah, he's he's one of those guys who did a lot of um, a lot of the eighties, like he was almost like he was an eighties cartoon show writer. He worked yeah. on Monsters in the Universe. He worked mm-hmm. on Centurions. He, he worked on all the staples. Yeah, GI Joe. So he only did two episodes for Transformers though. Uh, yeah, yeah, I found that. But what I, what I was trying to find out more about him, which he's a, he's, he's kind of a, an elusive guy. There's not a lot of data about them. However, I did, I, and I, but it led me down a weird rabbit hole where um, in 2017, there was a guy with that name. Well, that's a- Anthony, A-N-T-O-N-I. In Chicago? Uh, there was a guy murdered named a- Anthony 
Zalewski. And uh, it was like, and it was like an unsolved crime. And, um, and it was one of those, uh, one of those news stories that like, just due to the way that, that, you know, uh, stories are picked up on like, like the AP and all this kind of stuff these days is that one, like a local website will publish it. And then all of a sudden it's on every other news stations like website. And so you can, you, you, I can go to my local news and there's a, there's a page for it on like on my local news or like, uh, you know, just, you know, two cities over it's like there's coverage of it. Who cares? Who cares down here that why, if this guy was murdered in Chicago, it has, it's just, it's a random unsolved murder and yeah. some guy went to trial for it. But anyway, but it doesn't matter because it's not him. And so I, I was saying, I was like, Oh my God, this guy was, this, this dude was murdered. And I was just digging and digging, trying to find information. And it was like, Oh, this isn't even the same guy. Like this yeah. can't be the guy. And I, cause, I, cause I found that guy, the guy that got murdered, that guy was just some like, like weirdo, like real estate tycoon or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was going to say he went like a house the real or something. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. He was like some. Like he was a mogul, I guess, or like a like a trying to be. He was like Tom Haverford level moguls, but he was like wanted me to be a mogul. But um. Yeah. Yeah. It was just. It was one of those weird things. Like this is gonna be the coolest story ever. Now we really, you know. Yeah, because I was like, there's a, there's an unsolved murder for a, a TV writer for this time. Man, this is great. We like like we gotta do yeah. a spinoff. We gotta do like a like a like a spinoff true crime podcast about this. <laughs> It would be oh, like a God. like our version of serial, but um, yeah. Mind Hunter. But no, I'm just complete complete <laughs> dead end. And I'm like, and, and I still can't find anything about our Tony Zalewski. I don't know what he's done. He just I, he just wrote shows and lived his life, man. He um, didn't do a whole lot. He's his just... life though. That's the thing. I want. I need to know. It's like I, I feel bad because like these other podcasts that I listen to are like you know they they dig up some bizarro like hardcore band from like 1994 <laughs> that put out one seven inch record and they, they it's like okay well the, the bass player now he's uh he, he's you know a, a jujitsu guy and he's a dad and he posts on instagram and i'm like well i can't even find a guy that this is a published writer i can't find anything about this anthony zaluski did not do any of that hey, no, he no he's still alive yeah he's not into hardcore nope uh, nope he doesn't Bridge. he doesn't make artisanal uh coffee <laughs> um like oh he doesn't he doesn't post on uh, TikTok, nothing. No, no, he doesn't. Do. He just kind of fell off, and yeah, good, good, good for him, man. I'm I mean, sure. really, this this shows you know forty years old. He's he could very well be you know, you know, in a plot somewhere. We don't know. So maybe he was murdered, and then just no one covered it. It is. It thinks possible. I I really, yeah. I was kind of disappointed. I, I go through a few different uh, places look mm -hmm. for the information on the writers, but yeah, there's just nothing there. You know, IMDb. I go to TF Wiki. I do a bunch of other you know kind Same. of searches. Nothing. I see. What else is possible? Is it, it's possible this episode might be good. It's also possible that it won't. Uh, <laughs> so this is seriously one of my favorite season two episodes because it's so. It's so. I don't know. All right, um, we're, we're gonna have to. We're yes. gonna have to get into it, man. Um, so we start off at a military base, um, which is cool. At least it's not a power plant. Um, yeah, which is awesome. So they have a thing that the subtitles called it a a mega fader. <laughs> yes, but no. that's not what it's called though. It's it's called what's it called? The like, the negavator. Negavator, yeah, they call it the mega fader, like it was like it was a DJ thing, like, but it, like honestly, kind of did the same sort of thing you would ex expect a mega fader to do, it just faded things out of existence. Well, see, okay, there used to be a, a hip hop uh DJ, I think he's still around, his name was Darth Fader, like Darth Fate, like Darth Fader, like, like the fader. It, 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 that's the best pun name in all of hip hop <laughs> of all time. That's 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 it, no one can come close to that. <laughs> That's that's a great name. It made me think yeah. of that, and uh, so that made me happy for a second. For just a second, okay. So oh, here's my question, though. Yeah. They, they just they do a countdown, and they have the the, the, the mega fader, which is what I'm going to call it because all my notes say mega fader. Easier to say than negavator. Negavator. That sounds like an elevator that just takes you down. Yeah, it only only takes you negative floors. Only only go down. Yeah, yeah the negavator. <laughs> Anyways, especially where you don't want to go. Um, yeah. So they, they shoot this at like a like a communication tower or something is that yeah it was just some random thing maybe there's an old like communication tower that's just you know is defunct or something they just shoot it what happened to it it, it just, just it, it it mega fades 
I, I don't even know what it did. I thought it made, I thought it shrunk it or something. I, I, I was really confused as to what actually happened here. It, you, it, it did, man. It did 80s sci-fi science. It shot it and it glowed, did a little laser Floyd and went away. It went away. I don't know. I don't know what happened to it. Um, it, it make it faded or negated. Yeah, th see, this was yeah. It was it was very confusing. Uh, they they didn't really give any sort of background on what this thing was or what it did or why they were building it or anything like that. Yeah, and then it, you know just, they they like, get on the out of us going there like, what do you think, General? And he's yeah, I guess this is something the uh, the Autobots worked with them on, and they they made this really cool thing. Yeah, they, I, I guess. And then the, the, then the general doesn't even put a, like a helmet or anything on. He hops into like a, a dragonfly from GI Joe. Yeah, and, um, and he tries to fly away, but then he forgot his tape player. My oh, man, yeah. my man, there, Dude, there he is. He is back in it, and he shows up. Dude, yes, this was a this was this was like a like an episode one two three era. Soundwave yeah. performance we were getting here. This was fantastic. I love it. Like I'm like he's back. He's doing spy stuff. He's yeah. sneaking up, and like, yeah. Um, well, before all this stuff goes on though, there's a kind of a red alert sitting there at the um, at a panel. And he just his his um little antenna of ears flicker. He's like, I see. He says like Decepticons attack. It, what? What happened? He just he had a little he uh, short circuited. He's he's having a moment. I guess, um, so, but yeah, so yeah, so we got the geek red alert again, uh, like, yes. and it, it is red alert. It's not first aid, right? Because I'm, it's I got alert. it real wrong. I got it real wrong last time. Did I call him first, first aid? aid? We both did for a bit. It's red alert. It is red alert. Yeah. First aid is actually a. Um, did I call him first aid? Was that the deal? I, I called him. One he, of us did. He and called we him just first aid, and then I just glomped on and called him first aid. And, and of me. course, um, of course, my email uh, inbox was full uh, because. Um, yeah, yeah. God forbid that I'm wrong about something. Once yeah, of course not. But we <laughs> sense a codependent relationship right off the bat, man. Oh. And you're like, like in Inferno, I'll go help. No, you can't go anywhere. Dude, these guys are so, dude, these are such geeks. Somebody gets upset because uh, the heat's going to cook their databanks. Um, I think this is after the Decepticons actually just come in and attack. They just, they just come in, they just show up because uh, um, well, th this is that weird part with the general. He like hops into the the helicopter and then out of the helicopter and then back in the helicopter and like i don't even know why it's there i don't even know what that what point that even it's a vehicle to get soundwave in, into the uh battlefield and like yeah soundwave you know jumps out and he is i mean he's he is johnny on the spot he's like he's like the negativator's there or mm -hmm. he just starts spitting out tapes just, i know he's like darth vader <laughs> yeah, he's got the cut he's he's got the beats so he, this guy's great so yeah, the the negafeder, you know, it, it fires out of him, jumps out of the way. Dude, dude, that dude has the best reflexes. He just like goes, he's gone. He never has these reflexes ever again in the show. No, and and then um, when this thing, when the when the uh, the mega fader, uh, when it hits rocks, they uh, they they do that weird like uh, like eighties cartoon effect where they just like they they turn every color. And yeah, then they, they, they pull, and it just goes away. Like laser saw that in, like Super Friends did that uh, did that a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah, well you know it's it's like laser beams and they go whoa, 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 they're gone. Yeah, and then it's just you know, a, you know um, obviously the uh, laws of physics don't actually apply in the, in, uh, the cartoon world. So said, um, I, yeah. I remember, um, and this is related to this, so bear with me. Uh, I remember um, when I was probably like twenty, I think. Um, I, I think like the Star Wars movies got re released on on VHS, like remastered not not the special editions but the remastered ones where they where they they fixed the they, they fixed some stuff in it or whatever but um but i hadn't sat down and watched those like intently watched those movies in a long time uh you know when those came out on vhs so my friends and i watched them and um something that we noticed that we had never seen before was um uh this is when i first got educated as to what a dissolve is you know what, you know what a dissolve yeah. is and making so it, it, typically it's just you, you know like you know something fades out and then fades back in mm -hmm. star wars or a, a dissolve or a wipe also the other mm -hmm. the other term for it um star wars has bizarre wipes and dissolves it does the, these ones where they're like shutters or opening or yeah. or like a spin or something a like new that. hope has he it's like he learned how to do um how to do like those it wasn't really a, it wasn't really a dissolve it was yeah it was like it was like it was a, a wipe a wipe is a wipe. Yeah, yeah, wipes. Wipe, Dude, yeah lucas loved wipes in a new yeah. hope 
all over. I know, and it was just like you're watching it, and you're, once you notice it, you're like, this dude is just going nuts with wipes. Yeah. It was like it was just first invented or something, and he's all like, dude, I'm gonna use <laughs> I mean, honestly, when I make the YouTube videos, I use a lot of like dissolves and things. It doesn't so it doesn't so do it do so drastic. It just go, kind of goes into the next thing really quickly. So that's a dissolve. Yeah, that's a that's a dissolve. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so okay. Anyway, so there is a wipe in in this scene right here where like like uh, it's almost like a triangle comes out of the bottom of the screen and it that like unfolds into like like origami into the next scene yeah i noticed that and i was like what what is like i backed it up and watched it again and i was like what a bizarre fade or what a, or, or a wipe or whatever and then they used it again later on yeah there maybe maybe uh anthony or maybe the uh the animators really had a thing for triangles because well later on optus has a little triforce alarm on his arm but uh yeah, yeah he sure did maybe um, maybe but know, man. yeah man get the back of this like rumble I man he is not living up to his dad's ex- expectations here he's trying and dude frenzy body checks optimus prime he hits him hard knocks <laughs> yeah. him over i was like oh oh yeah. yeah this was so good i love this um yeah th- th- so they yeah th- there's a big brawl going on who is this green and yellow dude oh hoist no yeah no it's not hoist. Well, yeah ho- hoist 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 i remember you hated him last time yeah i couldn't yeah i don't know who he was then either this guy this guy's awful um <laughs> wait till we get to hoist goes hollywood that's such a bad episode oh god now i'm yeah, the director calls someone, call someone call sick that day i think that's the week i'm getting my wisdom teeth out again um <laughs> so oh, this nerd grapple shows up again this guy is the worst it's it, it's it, it this episode is just things happening and then like this guy comes along and he just ruins it, dude. This guy, this guy just ruins everything. Gotta yeah. hate this guy. And they, they, they have the worst. I don't know. It's like they are almost prototypical, like designers and architects. Oh no, he's going to be mad at what, what they've done to the place. And you know, everyone's just like, well, we're just going to shoot him up. And they, they have the, the, I don't know, the grapple hoist red alert and like you know they, they all have this certain way they talk all all the safety bots they're the worst they're, they're, they're the biggest <laughs> bunch of nerds and uh like like could could one of these guys have been cool at least could like uh, like can tracks give one of them a wedgie and like like oh, like take well, them to the yacht club or something i mean even inferno is um inferno is like he wants to be chris christopherson bot so bad He's fine. It, 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 Inferno's fine, but like he's like if it's just him, it's like, like okay, like whatever. But then it, it's you get like a whole gaggle of these guys. It's like yeah, they're worth it, it's like the bad table and in, in, in lunch in school and like <laughs> like because oh like, like you know that like you know Sunstreaker like hates these dudes like sides can't stand these guys those those brothers are out somewhere else. Like I'm not going to this mission with these guys. They're not even they're not, like I'm not even going to this episode like yeah, exactly <laughs> like we're off um patrolling they're doing something else where's hound hound's not gonna put up with these guys either oh, hound's no. like a, hound, hound's hound's like a utility he's vehicle and he's like are you, i'm not hanging out with these dorks of course wheeljack is kind of a dork himself of course he's there and of course like um you know iron Hyde's always going to be there with prime oh man and iron Hyde has, has such a great great uh scene a little later but um so rumble jumps into the mega fader and uh he's like he's trying to shoot it and he's, he looks over frenzy's on top of optus beating the hell out of optus he turns around and goes wait and i guess they didn't really show it all that much but inferno shot coolant on the thing and then shorted out yeah I, I, yeah i think shorts out and like rumble gets out of there he's like oh i showed him what'd you do did, you, did he did he show him what did he show him? i don't know i think it was supposed to imply that he did but i don't know i don't know man um yeah because this this whole episode is is like weird with it they start with the mcguffin and yeah. uh, like they haven't bothered to explain anything at this Nothing. point and um and and matter of fact one guy even says like at, at one point like earlier on somebody went basically yeah i mean we have this we have the mega fader but we've had super weapons before and the septicons just still win anyway and like th- this yeah. guy is just this is it's so meta. This guy's completely no selling the episode. He's like, all right, all right well, I'm like, doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like, like, like that one line is the most profound thing in this entire season. Yeah, 
it's uh oh well yeah we have a big uh, MacGuffin uh, cannon thing well it's just gonna go on with its septic hands it's gonna be a problem and we're not gonna use it anymore that's exactly what well honestly most 80s cartoons did that so can't they even did it into the <laughs> yeah, 90s the, char- the characters are, don't say that though it's not like yeah it's, it's not like you had like a stormtrooper going around star wars going <laughs> yeah we built another death star but like the last time we had a death star it didn't do anything so this one's not gonna do anything either <laughs> you gotta you gotta imagine like like someone like was uh punched up the script and like yeah, i'm just gonna put this in there like yeah <laughs> i'm just really gonna mess with these kids like, like, <laughs> and they it, they like yeah like i know it? that I, I know destro is buying us some more weapons but they're not gonna we're not gonna be gi again and poor anthony as as is like watching this episode like what is that and then he got <laughs> killed in chicago and it's a cold <laughs> case chicago, it's, it's all done yep he's done he's done well uh, yeah i mean they all you know suddenly gets all his little little guys together and they all fly off man this is one of those episodes where it has really great animation and kind of poor animation this is one of the best animated sequences rumble fires a rocket off the back of his gun and it does this whole tunnel scene yeah it is great animation it's full-on anime high-end animation and it like blows up and you know rumble gets jostled again yeah so, yeah, that, that was that was very cool there was a really cool scene right here where um optimus prime uh, goes to give the uh transform and roll out command you know that that command that I, I constantly make fun of because he that's all he ever does during crisis during a crisis but um he but when he does it he does like a really cool point thing and they uh they cut to a really cool angle it was almost like the cover of those uh those phoenix Wright video games you ever seen those you ever play those games yeah. where you, you object you know and you, you point at, so like if you're on youtube you can see a really cool angle of me pointing at the screen i, I love i love that art on, on those games though seriously those are fantastic um but see the, the thing is is that when he does this when he tells everybody to transform that green geek uh hoist like he doesn't even transform he just runs and jumps into the into the mega fader yeah like what you, you're you don't have to follow orders like no, what no. why are you them from this he, it wasn't like an artist he didn't say autobots transform except for you hoist you go over there and jump in that thing yeah he, autobots like you're an autobot right you know like if your boss went if your boss went employees come into the office and you were like not me though not me i'm gonna go do i'm gonna go do this other thing over here yeah exactly who do you think who do you think you are you know uh yeah and then you start driving down this who drives down a canyon like this the autobots always drive down in the middle of the bottom of a canyon (laughs) why do they always do this i mean take the high ground learn learn from basic sword fighting always take the high ground but no, they're going to drive through this little, little canyon. I guess they think it's going to give them cover because, you know, the Septicons can't fly or something. Oh, wait, they can. Um, so, yeah, they're going to drive through this little canyon with, you know, falling rocks all over the place. Unstable side, apparently, because <laughs> Rubble's like kind of standing over there looking over the edge and he kicks rocks down. They're like, Rubble, stop. You're you're going to, you know, alert him. And then, like, it happens again. And uh, an office is like, red alert. You detect anything? And he's like, "No, everything's fine." What do you ask? Yeah, and so everybody's <laughs> just calling him red. Everybody just calls him red at this point, though. From now on, he's just <laughs> called him red, and, and and I hate this because it's like it, it just reminds me of like every show where somebody has red hair and they get and they get called red, and it, it like it, like uh, come on, man. Could, come on. Anything else you could call this dude? Could you? He's could the ginger. You, that's the that's the best you can do. It's just yeah. red. Yeah. <laughs> it's just um, the way he, it's like no why do you ask there's nothing wrong <laughs> they're all gonna tell on me what am i gonna I, do dude I, I don't know i don't know what's wrong with them because they haven't explained anything nothing no idea what's going on and guess what they don't uh so yeah spoiler spoiler no. um so yeah the uh there's this we're back to like the, like the toxic relationship you know we're um inferno is you know going around with in, in red alert and red alerts being paranoid and weird and you know kind of i don't know uh, manic we'll say let's say he's being manic and then of course the decepticons are up there and they attack who saw this coming the drive the drive in the mega fader through a canyon who saw that coming no way of course Um, i mean sadly we've already tried to infiltrate and take it once so we're gonna just take the slowest path through um through you know open space here and you know the whole the fight is going on and things are going kind of badly and a smoke screen has the most effective weapon since tired episode 
Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me back up a little bit because there's, yeah. there's a really funny scene before this where um they're getting ready to go into battle here. And uh, so Megatron's in, like, I guess he's in their headquarters. I don't know where they are. Like, because their headquarters at this point is still the underwater thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they're somewhere. They have, like, a base somewhere. I don't It's in the desert in near a canyon. I don't know. I guess they have multiple bases. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but he's, like, planning something. I think he's hanging out. He's yelling at Soundwave because Soundwave, he's telling Soundwave he's incompetent, despite the fact that Soundwave is the only person in this entire episode that's accomplished anything. Yeah. Like, like, the, the, like, he's he deserves a raise at this point. Um, but while he's doing this, like the door, like the like the door behind Megatron opens, and um, so like Starscream and two other Seekers, like, are, are they're they're walking in, but the way they animated them, they're like they're all walking in unison, and uh, so I think they just they, they animated them all the same way, so they're all they all they're all kind of like like sashaying they're like like <laughs> this arm is like swinging over the the front right but they're all doing like in unison like like they're all in like perfect time with each other and it, it's almost like you remember like those music videos from like uh like the late 80s the early 90s of those like like all women r&b groups where they would oh, do that, yeah. that bad woman walk you know towards the camera yeah. you know like that like in vogue would do that a lot or like um <laughs> expose would do that a whole lot. I can see it that. reminded me they were real, real sassy. And yeah. uh, it remind it reminded me a lot of that. And that was very cool because um deep down I'm a I'm a huge fan of uh Expose. I think Expose was a was a real good band from uh back then. So they had some bangers, dude. And in vogue too. Also bangers. In Vogue, yeah, I was real familiar with them, but yeah, Expose. What about the Mary Jane girls? Remember the Mary Jane girls? Not at all. Oh god, you're missing out, bro. I'm gonna have to send you a, a playlist on. Here we uh... go. It was gonna be a long night. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, they, this whole fight is breaking out in smokescreen once again. He has the best weapon. Where where this weapon is any other time? I don't know. Um, he just puts out this, I guess, oily smokescreen out, and they all fly. Something else fly into the smoke. Megatron crashes onto the Megafader, which apparently that was a really good smokescreen because he found it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, the there, jets, there it is. Yeah, the jets all fly through it, and the smoke sticks to them. And uh, they were like, well, use your... Uh, Starscream's like, switch to radar. And uh, Smoke Screen's like, okay. And it shoots them all like scramble stuff. <laughs> great lines. I was like, what is it? Hey, my circuit's electric blue just out to mine. I'm flying blind. Away, move before collide. We Did they, They'd all turn them into Yoda. Dude, I had to back this up yeah, like five times because I thought I was having a stroke. <laughs> like, I, I was yeah. like, like, or because a lot of times, like, I was I was legitimately really confused as what was going on because a lot of times um like I I work on two monitors when I'm taking my notes for this right so I have like YouTube open on one on one monitor and I have my note thing on the other monitor what happens a lot of times is like I'll go to pause YouTube and then I'll go to um to go back to my uh my note program and and type or whatever and 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 this happens like I swear to God this happens like 17 times every week when we do the show is that I will not click on the text thing and then i'm still youtube is still the active window right and like youtube has like 452 different keyboard commands like i don't know if you knew this or not but like no, no. if you start typing in a youtube window it'll go full screen it'll bring up options it'll change the language it'll like it'll stop it it'll start it it'll go to the next episode there's there is a keyboard shortcut for like everything and i hate it i cannot stand it and it happens to me constantly. Like I have to restart episodes like at least two or three times every time we do this show. Anyway, I had to stop and I thought I put it in another language because I was like, my, my brain just isn't working because like of this is of what's going on here. I was legitimately like more confused by this than I have been about anything in this entire show so far. Yeah. And uh, I had to back it up. I was like, like, and not in a good way, not in a, in a, um, in a barbarian writing a, a woolly mammoth way. Like, cause that was, that was a delight. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, in a in a like I, like I'm questioning my like did I take too many antibiotics today? <laughs> like it, like yeah, it just it just happens, and you're like well, wait, I did the same thing. I had to back it up and like type out like back it up again, like, and I had to like I had to like kind of I picture the words like what is he trying to say? I don't know. It was it was like a um you know like where's Carmen San Diego kind of word puzzle? I'm trying to move it around. Yeah. Dude, it was yeah. so bizarre. Yeah. And like and I was like it, like it was matching up with what's on the the subtitles are matching what they're saying and I like <laughs> yeah. but I'm like I don't think this is right. I think yeah. this is you smell so, toast. So uh. the takeaway is that smoke screen has like a basically like a hallucinogen 
Like, I think it just scrambles them or something. It's like, a, like this is weird. Yeah, this is really. So, and where's been? Where's this been? Like in the last like ten episodes. Like use it every time. I know, and uh, <laughs> weapons are uh, in this are are great because they don't always do what they do in every episode. So we'll get into that later. And Ramjet is an idiot. He's like. If I go, I'm taking an Autobot with me. He crashes right into the Mega Fader, knocks, he hits him so hard, Megatron flies out. He's like, I've got cool. idiots was, on my team. That was very cool. I, it I, was I, great. I, I mean, he it was like he, he rolled a nat one, hit the cockpit, knocked Megatron out. It was the best. You know, if you, you're the DM, you're like, oh, yes. Chaos. Yes. Dude, yeah, that was nuts. Um, yeah. As somebody, I think it was Ironhide, uh, goes, ah, I gotta take that vacation. Like, I, I don't know what, I, I don't remember the context. I just, <laughs> he funny just said it. And uh, the whole fight ends in like, Riddler's going, you know, a little nuttier. And he takes off. He's done. He's like, I'm out of here, man. Goes towards, I don't know, some city in the middle of the desert. I don't I don't know where it's supposed to be. Maybe they're maybe they're at Tucson. I don't know. They're just driving and um so the, the Autobots are like, we gotta get them, we gotta save them. So they're looking for a red alert. And the best okay, they're they're at this intersection. They see another fire chief Lamborghini drive past them. So they all turn, they man, like and Optimus Prime being an H Miller does the best U-turn. I've never seen an H Miller do U-turn like this. They follow him. And they follow him down, down the alley, like Knox Box settling. And they're like, oh, he's trying to run from us. The the Lamborghini fire chief drives to a fire, and the fire chief gets out and runs to the fire. And uh, Ironhide picks it up, and he's like, hey, Red, you okay there, Red? He starts talking to him like he's like some drunk guy hitting on his ex-girlfriend. Oh, wow. I'm sorry about it because the fire chief's like, put down my car. Yeah, that fire chief has a Lamborghini fire chief. So, that, that guy, the, he's the guy that said, "I got to take that vacation." Oh yeah, that's that's yeah, what. He, yeah, yeah, because it was. Yeah, I guess he was. Uh, I guess like there hasn't been like constant news coverage of the uh, Transformers doing things. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that was. Um, <laughs> there's, there's just great like Iron Eyes. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was a friend of mine. <laughs> like the, the, the dry guy in the bar. I thought I knew you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go oh, away. Leave man. her alone. So uh, they decide the Autobots decide to, to take the um, the Negavator back to the uh, back to the base that it was in. Um, but there's a uh, so they drive it back and there's a giant hole blown out of the wall where, where the battle was initially, right? So they so I, I can see now that the Autobots, um, you know, they're they're very consistent with their security. They they just, they're just like, oh yeah, yeah, we don't we don't no doors on the Ark, no doors on the yeah. Why why, why were well, they did, well, they did get a door on the Ark in the last episode, didn't they? They did. They finally put a garage door on there. Yeah, uh, I, I'm willing to bet um, a, a mad ball or something that there that uh, in the next few episodes it'll be gone. That there won't be a door here. Yeah, consistency uh, isn't something they're well known for. But it, there, a door opens and like uh, Red Alert goes in there and escapes from the before that happens. Before the Autobots are looking for him, he goes in there. He's like, "Hey, come in here, friend." And uh, he goes in there. He transforms. He's like, "You, it's Starscream." Star this, this is the star scream I love. He's like, oh, I'm gonna do what I can to get this thing from uh from this guy. And you see over the time that Star Scream's working with Red Alert, <laughs> Star Scream's like, this guy's crazy. What what whatever. Yeah, that's that's when the um the Triforce alarm goes off on uh, Optimus Prime's arm. It, it is the Triforce, it's like it's a perfect Triforce on his on his wrist. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um there's this whole thing with um they go and uh they Starscream and Red Alert go and they're going to get the Negavator. Mega Fader, sorry. Mega Fader. Yeah, so uh, they go to the uh, the base with the blown out, you know, hole in the wall. And he's trying to get into it. And uh, there's this, like, combination. He's trying to, like, you know, hit the combination to get in there. It's like, they changed the combination. They never trusted me. And Starscream does, like, everyone else thing, like, I don't blame him. <laughs> oh, you're a total flake man you're a total weirdo and uh, yeah, i wouldn't trust you either well actually before this there was this love crafty and horror of a tunnel drone the, 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 the tunnel drone like well like who puts this who thinks this is a good idea 
Oh, apparently, um, the Red Alert. Well, I, I got a feeling Red Alert made it or something, or someone he knows someone made it. I was like, not even I can stop the tunnel drone. Well, of course you can't. You're an idiot. You're 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 nuts. So yeah, they uh, they get Pat. They they like Starscream like shoots the the cage and he's like, you're gonna set the alarms off. He's like, I don't care, man. He's just, there's a Lovecrafting horror about to kill us. It was such a weird. Like, why would you put this in the show? Like, who like? Oh, come on, Tony. Uh, you saw the um, the stuff of the uh, the uh, battle bots we had in the down one episode. I mean, there's all kinds of weird robots in these shows. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So they they get they get in finally, and um, there's a really bizarrely animated scene where um, like, uh, Red Alert goes to get into the negavator. Yeah, and um, it, like the hatch opens because it's got like a big dome hatch. It looks like a it looks like a like a very generic like nineteen seventy six uh, sci fi tank. Um, which 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 I like. That's that's where I live, and I like that. So yeah, whatever. Um, right. I mean, it looks like you know like something from the cover of like a like a really cheap paperback you'd find in a used bookstore. It know, totally like, does. Uh, it looks like a big um like bulbous syringe on top of a tank treads. Yeah, that, yeah, that's not far off the mark. Um, it looks, yeah, like if you saw the like a like a bad version of like uh like a copy of like the Forever War by Joe Haldeman or something like that. That's what the tanks on the cover would look like, or Hammer Slammers or something like that, which I think we've I've joked about. <laughs> this is, this is right home being a Cobra super weapon or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, but now he goes to get in. He goes to get in it, but when he does, it's like they speed the the tape up for a second like go back and watch this again it's real weird because yeah. like he it's normal speed and then it speeds up for like about like a second and he just kind of like and hops in and and then it goes back hmm. to normal speed real real weird man um again i had to back it up a couple times make sure i wasn't like smelling burnt toast because i was like man like <laughs> with everything else that's going on lately uh, i don't know man maybe I'm... yeah you've had enough for right now mm-hmm. yeah and then, like you know, honestly, the whole thing kind of proceeds where they try to they try to drive it out of there, and you know, the all all show up, like, and they they're like, you know, Optimus Prime's like, come on, Red, you're not like this, you know, come on out, because it's just you know, get out of the ne- mega fader. Sorry, I got to not call the real name. And uh, and Red Alert's like, no, no, you want to you want to disassemble me, you want you want to take it from me. And like Starscream is like, man, I, I I'm having kind of second thoughts about what's going on here. And you see it, and like Megatron and all the Seekers show up on the other side of the of this you know, bridge, like that they just shot to uh, keep the Autobots from coming across because we all know Autobots can't fly. So yeah, Megatron and all of them show up, and there's a whole fight between like Starscream and Red Alert, and we get to where the like Starscream once again uses his null ray for whatever's coming at the time shoots red alert and um it's one of the things where it like clears red alert I, apparently his logic circuits were malfunctioning or something he's like oh i think my logic circuits are working again yeah yeah it's you know and... really um convenient stuff it's you know typical you know 80s sci-fi kind of stuff Shoots it with his null ray, and apparently that fixes everything. That fixed, that fixed it. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. Um, Megatron is like, yeah, it's like Megatron's like, Starscream. I noticed you have a little thing going on with your Autobot friend here. Let's just give me the negavator. And so Red Alert's like, I'll do it. He runs in there and sits. He's like, beep, 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 beep. Like, what's he doing in there? It sets the thing to self destruct because, of course, he does. Yeah. Um. I I don't know why. You know, I guess better than than let it go into Decepticon hands. Blow it Why up. couldn't they just keep it? Why can't they take it back to the Ark? They, no, have, they have a garage door now. They can just keep it there. Um, they keep the Dinobots in the closet. I mean, they could probably keep that in another closet. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think <laughs> Dinobots are just hanging out there in the dark, and they like call them like, "Oh, I guess we'll go help them now." Um. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they. I mean, he just goes in there and like, he puts it to self destruct, and everyone's like, "Oh God!" And they all they all fly. Megatron starts doing his monologue and stuff, and Starscream does the best line. He's like, "Save an oration." He leaves. That's the <laughs> best meta line. So meta. He's like, "Stop <laughs> monologuing. You got to go." <laughs> Save the oration. They fly off. They escape, and um, of course, they're all trying to get out of there. And Red Alert is uh, stuck in there still. 
all the Autobots are leaving in Inferno because it's such a toxic relationship. Inferno's like, I'll go get him. And drives in there and he's like, no, Inferno, save yourself. Um, so he, of course, rescues him, comes out of there. And the whole thing goes up. Optimus Prime is like, oh, I should have gone there myself. And uh, they all come out. Of course, everyone's happy and everything's okay again. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is just a weird episode, but I love it too because it's such a weird one, man. It is a very typical sci-fi, silly, you know, MacGuffin kind of episode, but you never see like some... Oh, actually, I take that back. They did this once in G.I. Joe with the um, um, the alternate reality uh, miniseries they had. I, I love that. It's, like, it's like a two-parter where they, uh, yeah. the one where the Cobra were the good guys. Yeah, well, they were, they were, they had won. Like, Worlds of That End, I think it was called. No, 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 Cobra were the good guys in that one. Like, like, I, no, wait, wait. I oh, no, no, he, you're right, Cobra won, but, but Baroness, Baroness was, was. Yeah, she was a double agent with uh, yeah, she she double agent. yeah, That's right. And uh, yeah. there was like, um, I think, I, it wasn't, it wasn't Dusty. It was, it was um, Steeler. Steeler, yeah, 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 like, he starts going crazy like this. So I always love these kinds of things where the character just like loses all sense of reality and sanity. But, you know, this kind of gets tied up at the end. I don't know. I enjoyed it. It was, it was good uh, stuff. The best way that I can describe this episode is a bunch of things happen and there's no why. Yeah, that's, that's uh, pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like they don't, they literally don't explain anything in this like 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 at least in some of the other ones that they kind of like they make an effort to be like hey we made this new thing and this is and like this is why the decepticons want it this was just like this was just like the distilled essence of like it was like like it it was this is almost like 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 if you told me that like ai wrote this yeah i would i would believe it because it's just like okay um there's a new thing What's the thing? Is, oh, I don't know. It's the thing, and it does something. What does it do? It it just does stuff. And the Decepticons want it. Why? They just want it. And, and like, and then it blows up at the end. And then, and like, all, like I and one of the guys goes crazy. Why does he go crazy? I don't know. Like, there's no, like they don't explain nothing. Like it gets explained in this. Um, th- there's cool stuff in this. I mean, there's um, you know, there's there's a lot of cool like action figure stuff going on. Um, there's a lot of like cool battles and stuff um uh you know soundwave did a lot of really cool stuff and i like i like you know you guys know i'm a big fan of soundwave doing stuff and i'm always uh, anytime he does cool stuff especially if he does sneaky things I'm, I'm a big fan of it um when he takes charge and gets things done which he's prone to do when he actually gets to you know, he's off the leash um i got to think about darth vader and that was uh that was pretty cool um uh kid brain Oh God, kid brain here. Um, I mean, I don't know. It was it was fine. I'd probably go like three and a half uh, spy hunter smoke screens out of five. Smoke screens are a big motif here. Uh, adult brain here. I am just dude. I like because I had to question my own sanity in this episode multiple times. Um, I. Uh, um i had no idea what was going on like i kept just having to go you know back and be like is is there is there a plot to this like uh like uh adult brain completely checked out on this one i just could not in like i just i don't know what's going on like give me something to go on Uh, adult brain to me is just gonna have to go like it's not the worst so i'm just gonna i'm gonna go two in vogue cassette singles out of five Maybe uh, never gonna get it, and uh, <laughs> um, oh god, um, I don't remember the the, the other one, the, the one that was real hard rock. I, I, that would be the that would be the other one there. Um, so, but go back and listen, go back and listen to uh, some expose this uh, this week while you're uh, while you're doing your doing your routes though, because it's it's still real good. <laughs> then there was this great uh, scene in there, the uh, beginning of the episode where he starts sights, Riddler starts having problems. And they start start, start saying stuff, and Optimus Prime goes, "Hey, uh, Red, why don't you get yourself checked out with uh, with Ratchet?" And he's like, "No, you want to disassemble me, dude? I love that stuff. Is the cracks me up so much? It is so Star Trek the uh, the original series kind of acting. It's great, love it. There was a lot of us geeks in it, and it, it really it really brought it down for me. But oh yeah, well yeah, there's that. 
<laughs> but I always love this toxic relationship between between Inferno and Alert. Every time it happens, it makes me smile. It makes me laugh. Uh, it's it's just like one of those things that holds over, and I always always love it. Yeah, watching it. It is Red Alert is manic, and like Inferno is like they're like, oh, you're gonna be okay. You just have an episode, and um, he wants so bad to be a Trailbreaker. He's Chris Christopherson esque. Um, yep. Yeah, or maybe well, he's Kenny Rogers. I don't know. Anyways, um, yeah, I mean, this is one of those ones. Yeah, it has no plot. It is big dumb gun. Yeah. And there's like everyone's fighting over, but the whole interplay between Red Alert and Starscream gets it for me every time. Starscream has these great one-liners. He just like off those things off, like yeah, I don't blame him. He basically like you're crazier than I am. I love that stuff. That's what makes it for me. Uh, all the rest of the episode, I don't care. I just want to see Red Alert and Starscream having a um, I'm the I'm the prettiest crazy girl um conversation i'd love to have that like argument it was there was a lot of crazy it was a lot of crazy yeah it was fantastic but for that i mean this is one of those ones a lot of people don't like i I love this one it's always gets it for me man this is definitely this is well i'd say it's it's three and a half fire chief lamborghinis out of five for me it's it's for me (laughs) god and uh this is i always also love when they 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 ironhide picks up the other fire chief's lamborghini come on red that was he that was very the guy at last last call oh i thought you're a friend of mine <laughs> girl's like no go home you're drunk that was very that, funny that's that's in front that's uh that's uh, the whole scene for me it it makes no sense as no plot is just pure unadulterated you know you know laws for me it, it all all across the board so yeah that's why i think of this one so good <laughs> so yeah I don't even know what's coming up next, but this is a, we're going to hit a string of really, really rough episodes. Unfortunately, let me see. Um, we are. Let me see if I find our my handy dandy little list here. After this, oh, here we go. We are going to come across. Is it Auto Berserk, City of Steel. That sounds cool. It does sound cool. It is actually one of the, oh, no. the first ACOM, full-on ACOM episode. Oh, no. It is right. bizarre, man. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say one thing. Um, um, Optimus Prime Alligator. I'm just going to leave it there. So, Why are you guys trash-talking this? This sounds amazing. This is exactly what I want out of the show. It is amazing for just weird 80s sci-fi Prime cartoons. Alligator. It All is right. it is so bizarre. And I love it for that reason. Okay. So All right. fair enough. Yeah. It's uh, I mean there's a stream uh desertion of the dynamots after that and then blaster blues. Oh, we're gonna have like, some good ones coming up. Oh, sorry, at the subject on the Raider and King Arthur's Court. Just to give you some ideas. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I've, I've heard you guys talking about that one. So yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Sounds yeah, amazing. I cannot wait. We're full on into the middle of uh season two. Awesome. And uh uh, yeah, right. it's gonna it's gonna be fun. Uh, anyways, uh, everyone, thanks for uh, checking us out, uh, listening again. Um, I appreciate everything. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll put a little thing at the beginning of the uh, videos and the uh, the audio now to you know tell your friends, tell your t- tell your neighbors, tell your parents, tell your kids all about it. You know, I, I listen to stuff all day long when I'm working, so it's kind of you know what gets me through it. And um, you know, I actually enjoy listening to our episodes. I, you know, I go back, listen to it, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm proud of what you do. So, same. Yeah, it's good stuff. Anyways, y'all, uh, we will see you next week. Thanks for so much for being here. Appreciate you. You want to take us out with anything, man? I have. I forgot. I, it's been like two weeks. I forgot. I forgot. The, I forgot about a quote. Uh, all, all I'm gonna say is go. Uh, like if if you don't already play Warhammer Forty Thousand Tenth Edition, go play Warhammer because it's very good. By the way, I'm on the second book of the uh, Horse Heresy False yeah. Gods. Oh, false god! Yeah, false gods is. I love the description of the titans, how they work. Yeah, titans are very cool. They are so cool. Titans are very and cool. On that note, uh, everyone, take it easy. Thanks so much for being here. See you next week. Roll out.
For the Mises Guys is performed by Evan Johns and Ed Strickland. Research is performed by Evan Johns, Ed Strickland, and with special research done by Boo of the AxelonUnderground.net. All used images in the videos are property of Sunbow, Hasbro, Paramount, or Marvel. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in every week with us. We appreciate it.